Hey, this is Greg Harvey, pastor at Embrace Church. Enjoy today's message and subscribe so you don't miss out on any upcoming sermons. Now in the sixth month of the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth and a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying. I want you to catch that. At his saying. And considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And there is a, that line I just want to preach to you just a little bit this morning because it kind of catches me is that highly favored. The angel said, you are highly favored. Highly favored. I don't know if you've ever really thought about that, the highly favored. I don't know if you've thought maybe you're highly favored. I don't know about me. I don't tend to think I'm highly favored. Favored, yeah, but not highly favored. It kind of sounds like God has favorites, doesn't it? And Mary is God's favorite. She's highly favored. And that, that's kind of the, the mindset that you're kind of thinking. And so, so I wonder, does God really have favorites? Because it sounds like it here that here's Mary. She's, she's not just favored. I mean, she's highly favored. She's highly favored. I know... I know in my life, I know I'm favored by God, or I have the favor of God on my life. Come on, is, do you feel that yourself? Well, like I said, I don't know if I've ever thought, but I'm highly favored. I started looking and thinking of this, this phrase, the highly favored, and, and the favor of God and how that, that works. And I was looking at, at all throughout the Bible of people who were favored, who had the favor of God. And I was thinking of going back all the way to Genesis and Abraham who, who was wanting a child, wanting a son, even in his old age. And, and this, this phrase comes by when it was promised to marry a son and, and, or Sarah. In, in Genesis 18.3 it says, And he said, My Lord, if I have now found favor in your sight, do not pass by your servant. And you see that kind of throughout all the Old Testament, that favor of God on people. You see, Daniel, it says, was favored by God. You, you see it with um, Esther was favored. Hannah, the mother of Samuel, was God had favor upon. All throughout, Ruth, she was favored. And it hit me that there's something about all of them. They're all God's children. And thinking of the thought, does he have favorites? I don't know if your kids do this to you, but mine don't anymore because they're grown, thank goodness. But have your kids ever asked you, 
Who's your favorite? Well, and how many has kids? How many they've asked that question to you before? Who's your favorite? They'll always, and, 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 and that's, that's, that's what usually follows is, I'm your favorite, ain't, ain't I? Because I didn't teach our kids good English, so they said ain't. <laughs> Who's your favorite? I am. Aren't I? No, they didn't say that. Right or wrong, don't judge me for this. I would usually, well not usually, I would always respond this way. If they asked me who's your favorite, I would say you are. Usually, usually it always happened, it wasn't when they were all in the car. Thank goodness. It was when we were alone and there was some alone time with our kids that they would ask me that question. They'd say, who's your favorite? And if we were alone and the other kids weren't in the car or with me, I would always say, you're my favorite. Because I would follow it with whoever I'm with is my favorite at that time. Don't judge me. I didn't think they would talk to each other. Man, they didn't like each other. I fear they're not going to talk. But if you're a parent, you understand. You understand a little bit whenever it's asked, who's your favorite? And you're honest if you say you are, but so are you. But so are you. Because if you're a parent, you realize they're all your favorite. They are. I mean... My kids are my favorite. Your kids are not mine. <laughs> Your kids aren't my favorite. But my kids are my favorite. And I think that with God, that all of His children are His favorite. All of them. Because, because what is favor anyway? Favorite, favorite means this. It means someone who has favor. That's, that's, that's all favorite means, is someone who has favor. So we all have the favor of God on our lives. We all have this. We're all God's favorite. And there's something that's special when I'm with Him. He makes me feel like I am the most special one of all. When I'm with Him, when I'm in His presence. So, so we're all God's favorite. Turn to your neighbor, tell him, you're highly favored. Tell them I'm highly favored. They might not have said you were, so you declare it. I am. Somebody probably just turned to them and said, I'm God's favorite. And it hit me that when God, when the angel spoke to Mary and said, you're highly favored that it said that she was troubled by that saying. And I get that. It, it kind of hits me. I mean, when I think, I don't know if I'm highly favored. I, I don't know. I mean, I kind of struggle with it sometimes. I don't know if I'm 
highly favored. I can tell this one, they, they seem to be more favored or that one. You know, I mean, you can pick people out. I don't know if I am. So when I hear that and someone says you're highly favored, you might be a little troubled within that. But the angel goes on to explain a little bit. He said to her in that 30th verse, let me read that again. The angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. You're highly favored because you have found favor with God. And that word favor there in that 30th 30th verse, let me impress you with Greek today. The Greek word there is, is, I'm going to mess up, (laughs) charis. It's where we get charismatic is that part. The Greek word, it's charis. It's 42 times throughout the New Testament that word is used in the Bible. This time it's used is found, favor. Most of the time this word is used and translated as grace. Charis, this word that the angel said, you have found favor favor that word most of the time it's always translated as grace I'm I'm telling you that because I want you to realize another way of saying that would have been the angel saying you are highly favored because Mary you have found grace you have found the grace of God you have found it you have found Grace and, and I think about it, it was always there. It's like grace, it's all around us. It's always there, but it's not until you find it that you get to receive it. It's always there, and, and you can go through life and you can miss out on his grace, and you can just go around it all you want, and people can live their lives without it, but when you find his grace, you find his favor. When we were first married, our first Christmas together, and we were we were young and we were still kids. I was 20. When we got married, she was younger. She was 19. And this is how much kids we still were. Our first Christmas, she bought me a Sega Genesis. That tells you two things. I'm old. And I was still a kid. She bought me this present early. I knew she went shopping for me, and I didn't know what she bought. And our first Christmas together, I grew up a little bit different than she did. I grew up that Christmas time was a time kind of like Easter, that you go hunt for your presents before that you get them, before Christmas. Do y'all? See, I don't... We would hunt. We would shake. She grew up, you couldn't even touch the presents. 
You couldn't look at, I mean, you could look, but you couldn't touch, you couldn't pick up, you couldn't shake, you couldn't. If you did any of that, she was threatened because she had a mean mom. <laughs> she was threatened that if you pick it up, I'll take it back to the store. So they didn't touch it. We were totally different. At night after our parents would go to bed, we would unwrap the present a little bit and peek and then put it back. We didn't like the surprise of Christmas, so, so we were always looking before to make sure it's what I wanted. And we would find it early. So when we first got married, she's getting ready one day. And she comes out of the bathroom, into the bedroom. And I am just excited to present to her what I have found. And my Sega Genesis, unopened, but unwrapped, because she ain't wrapped it yet anyway, was laying on our bed along with me and a big grin on my face of look what I've done. I won. She didn't see it that way. She was mad. But I had found it. I won. I had found it. And I'm thinking at Christmas time, just going back to this, grace was always there. It was all around. But you get the picture that Mary found it. She, she searched, was searching for, for, for God's goodness. She was searching, and when she found it, what she found was grace wrapped up. And an angel comes to her and says, you are highly favored, Mary. Why? Because you have found grace. It was always there, but you found it. You searched. You found it. And because you found it, Mary, there's something special about you. You are highly favored. How did she find it? How did she find grace? She found it through faith. Ephesians 2.8 says, for by, for by grace you have been saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. It's the gift. And she found it. She found it through faith. She found it. She found it in through faith because it says in, in Luke 138, then Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be done according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Let it be done according to your word. She found grace because she believed. You find grace through your faith. You find grace. She found grace because she believed it. Let it be done. Let it be done. I, I trust you. I believe you. I trust in this one thing. I trust you. And she found grace because of it. And listen, belief, you can question and still have belief. I mean, Mary, Mary questioned that, that, that verse 34 says, she, she asked the question, how can it be done? 
How, how can this be? How, how can it be? Because I've never even known a, known a man. How can this be? But she still asked in faith. You know, she's asking, I don't know how, but I trust you in it. I don't know if that's how you, you are. And sometimes you might feel bad because you're thinking, I don't know how God's going to do it, but I'm going to trust Him that He's going to do it. I don't know how it's going to work out, but I'm going to trust Him that it's going to work out. I don't know how, but I'm going to trust. And it's in that trust that you find His grace. Hey, will y'all come back up, worship? Mary's highly favored. Highly favored. Highly favored. She's highly favored, but she's an outcast. No one believes her when she says she's pregnant and that she's a virgin. No one believes her. Do you blame them? But she's highly favored. She's an, she's an outcast and has to leave as soon as it happens. She has to leave and go spend her time with Elizabeth, her, her cousin, her relative. But she's highly favored. Her own husband-to-be doesn't even believe her. Until an angel appears in a dream and tells him, but she's highly favored. I mean, Mary, at the time, you, you got to think she's 14. Her husband to be Joseph, he's, scholars believe he's probably 30. It would have been an arranged marriage. She might not have even have ever met Joseph. How would you like that life? She's highly favored. Nine months pregnant. And she has to travel 80 miles to Bethlehem. A four-day trip traveling 20 miles a day under normal circumstances, riding a donkey all the way. Nine months pregnant, how many would like that? How many ladies would call that highly favored? She gets to the place and there's no home for her to rest when they get there. Gives birth in a barn around animals. Can you imagine the smell? The noise, she's highly favored. You see, we think highly favored means there's no problems. We think and we believe that if you're highly favored, everything goes the way you want it to go. That life will go smooth because you are highly favored.
Listen, you're highly favored though this morning. Not because everything goes the way you want it. You're highly favored because you have found grace. You have found favor. And in that grace and in that favor, He has promised, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So you might go through something that you don't understand, but His promise is, I'm going to be there. You might go through something that's difficult and you might think, well, because it's difficult, I'm out of the favor of God. No, you're not out of the favor of God because you can't escape His grace. And because you found it, you're always in His favor. You are highly favored. Don't think I'm not highly favored because it's not the way I want it to go. Paul said this about this grace as he is praying for this thorn in his flesh to be taken away from him that God finally answers his prayer and Paul says uh, that he said to me my grace is sufficient for you my grace that's that same word favor Harris that grace is sufficient for you. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. That the power of Christ may rest God with us, Emmanuel. You are favored. Realize that I don't know what you're going through this this Christmas season, but realize you are highly favored because His grace that you found is sufficient. Will you stand with me this morning? I want to ask you this morning have you found his grace have you found it have you have you found it it's not that his grace isn't here for you the question is have you received it it's here doesn't mean your life will be perfect it just means he'll be with you through it have you found his grace thanks for joining us today please share this podcast have a great week and make an impact on those around you